You're listening to The Real Health Podcast by Ebony May. guys welcome back to the real health podcast as always i'm your host ebony may and today we're going to be talking all about eating vegetables and getting enough vegetables into your diet i sound probably too excited for the topic that we're talking about but i'm a massive health nerd and i'm ready to talk about vegetables but before we get into that vigorating chat we're going to talk about the real recap I had a really lovely week. I feel like I say this all the time, but I love my clients and I love doing the work with them. I love podcasting. I feel like I'm just living the Vita Loca. We had a beautiful weekend. Some friends came down. We went down to Lawn. We went swimming both days. And the next day we went to Brimley, which is a beach near where I live. And we went to, it was super busy. So we went down a little bit further and there was nobody there. It was just so ideal. We sat in um, kind of like a a massive rock pool and it was just a really nice temperature. I made a platter. So we were having a platter. It was just perfect. But Jordan was very naughty and he got sunburned. I didn't. I wore a hat and sunscreen, um, but he did not. And I know that's not a laughing matter. Please, please wear in summer, please protect your skin. Make sure you wear a hat, make sure you wear sunscreen and reapply your sunscreen. It's very important. After that PSA, let's get into the episode. So I want to talk about getting vegetables in your diet and how easy it can be to get vegetables in your diet. So firstly, let's talk about buying vegetables. It's really important to be buying fruits and vegetables that are in season. And if you have a specific craving for blueberries and they're not in season and you're prepared to pay $95 for a small planet of blueberries, then be my guest 100%. But there are a few reasons why we want to be shopping in season. When we're eating fruit and veg that are in season, it means that they're in our season, which means the fruit and veg have been grown in the same season as you and they have a shorter transit time. So they're picked at their peak of nutrient density and then quickly distributed and consumed. When we consume fruit and veg from overseas where they are in season, but not our season, they've been picked too early. It obviously has to endure all that travel time and then sit on the shelf before you buy it. So by the time it gets to your plate, it does not have the nutrient availability as if you had shopped for things that are in season. The other awesome thing about shopping in season is that it's going to be more affordable. And I know that a boundary to eating nutritious foods, it's a bit of a stigma, is that it's really expensive. It really isn't if you know what to buy uh, and where to buy it. So there are a few ways you can tell what is in season. And it's just by looking for what is cheap and in abundance. Our local farmers have a lot, which means that their supply needs to be able to match the demand so the price goes down. And then there's also not the added transit costs. If you're getting something from Mexico, that then has to be flown here and that's not cheap. It's also better for the environment as well because we're not putting plain fuel out into the air just for us to get some garlic. The other thing is to read the labels. You can see where your food has come from. If it says Australian grown, fantastic. If it says it's from UK or US, it means that obviously it's from UK or US and they run on different seasons to us. The other thing you can do is just go to a farmer's market and all of their seasonal picks will be there. And it can actually be a really cost effective way to get your fruits and vegetables too by going to a farmer's market seeing the people who have grown the food and then you taking it home and eating it kind of skipping the middleman like obviously we don't want supermarkets to be out of business but I don't think they will it's just it's just a really nice thing to do but yes you can see what is in season now that we know how to purchase and where we can purchase from for our fruit and veg we can also talk about other ways that we can purchase so frozen vegetables I hear a lot of this like people people want to know a frozen vegetable is good for you look frozen vegetables 
similarly to how we talked about when we're picking our fruit from, you know, somewhere where it's not going to have to travel, we pick it at its nutrient density, at its most nutrient dense, and when it's at its peak of ripeness, because when it's at its peak of ripeness, that's when it has the most nutrients. So we do that with our frozen food too, and then it's not frozen. So it's really amazing. It actually gets to trap that nutrients in there. Now, something to consider is when we actually freeze a food, all the particles are frozen. And essentially, it's kind of like a little sack with then swords, like all the particles get frozen and they're pointy. What happens is that actually pokes holes in the cell wall. If you thaw that out and then boil your vegetables, it can actually leach out a lot of the nutrients, specifically the water-soluble vitamins. So look at your B vitamins there. Frozen vegetables, yes, they are an amazing option and they're often a little bit cheaper as well. And just in terms of having something in the freezer just to jump to is awesome. But how you cook them is important. And if you want to boil them, 100% boil them, you still have nutrients in there. But if we want to retain as much nutrients as possible, we want to steer clear from boiling them and steam them instead. And if you are going to boil them, that's fine. But maybe find a use for that water because that water is then filled with those water-soluble vitamins that have been leached out from the frozen veg. Now that we've got that out of the way, we all know that we're meant to have five serves of vegetables a day. But what does that actually look like? So let's quickly go through what is classed as a serve of vegetable. So we've got one medium tomato, half of a medium potato or other starchy vegetable like sweet potato. We've got half a cup of sweet corn, one cup of green leafy or raw salad vegetables and make sure that if you're putting it in a cup that you squish it down. A quick note when we're talking about leafy greens, if we're putting them in a salad, a great thing to do to make sure we can maximize that volume is actually massaging olive oil into it because that'll decrease the volume but increase the amount that you're actually eating. We've got half a cup of cooked, dried or canned beans, peas or lentils and half a cup of cooked green or orange vegetables. For example, your broccolis, your spinach, your carrots and your pumpkin. That is from the Eat Health website by the Australian government. So if you do get stuck, just head to their website, which is www.eatforhealth, and you'll be able to learn more about servings there. But just wanted to cover that quickly. Let's dive into some of my favorite ways to pack my diet full of vegetables. I also want to just say, do I eat five serves of vegetables every single day? No, I'm not perfect. Do I try to? Yeah, I try to. What happens with a lot of people is that they don't think about vegetables until dinner time. Now, when you do that, you have to fit all of those serves into one meal. So I like to start by considering the vegetables from the start of the day. So you might have seen in some of my smoothie recipes, I put one whole cup of spinach into my smoothies. And as we just talked about, one packed cup of green leafy veg is one serving. So then I know that at least for my breakfast, I've had one serve. So putting frozen greens into your smoothies is an awesome idea. When it comes to our lunch and dinner dishes, one of my favorite things to do is use my Thermomix or another blender to blend up different vegetables. So whether that be zucchini or carrot, maybe cabbage, broccoli, blending them up, they can go in anything. So you might be able to sprinkle them throughout your rice dishes. You could pop them into a pasta sauce. They're really diverse. Other things you can do with pasta is actually doing zoodles. So uh, doing little ribbons of your zucchini or your sweet potato as well and using that as the pasta. You could do uh, veggie nachos, which you can find on my Instagram. The recipe for that, they are to die for. Probably my favorite way to get my vegetables in, though, is just doing a bunch of roast vegetables at the start of the week. That way, they're actually in the fridge. They won't last the whole week, but they're in the fridge. It's a great way to start the week, and you actually have something to fall back on. 
And like I said, it's really easy to plan the rest of your meal. You know, it's really easy to go and get your meat or, you know, the sides. But when we talk about our vegetables, they do get forgotten. So if you know that you've gotten a bunch of roast vegetables in the fridge, it's going to make it a lot easier. The other thing you can do with roasted vegetables, if you peel all your vegetables, chuck them in the oven, and then you can puree them with a little bit of chicken stock and some water, and you've got soup. Soup is an awesome way to increase the nutrient density of your meals, and it's a great way to get a bunch of vegetables in there as well. Lastly, but not least, let's talk about snacking because you can totally snack on vegetables. And I know it might not sound super appetizing, but we could do an avocado dip or a hummus dip with carrots, celery, cucumber, awesome way to get them in. I also like snacking on raw capsicum. I think it tastes really, really nice. And this one is a little bit more controversial, but I like snacking on raw mushrooms. I know I used to actually bring them in my lunchbox to school and my friends were not a fan but it's something that you could consider. Just make sure you peel it first. So at the end of the day, there's a bunch of ways to get your fruit and veg in and you can have some fun with it. Another thing I like to recommend is that you go to the supermarket, have a look what is in season. And if something looks like you haven't seen it before, then grab it, pick it up and take it home and cook with it. Find out what it is if you don't know what it is and, and cook with it. You can make a, a really fun experience. And I also say as well, if you've got children, this is a fun way to get them involved in the cooking as well. I cannot wait for you guys to let me know how many vegetables you're eating after these tips and hacks. Thank you so much for listening. As always, until the next episode, I wish you happiness and real health.